This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 5th, 2022. This week in security news. On five occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. First up, on Monday the 31st, subscribers were notified the U.S. State Department had issued an updated Level 4 Do Not Travel Advisory for Belarus, warning of unusual and concerning Russian military buildup along Belarus's border with Ukraine, as well as the arbitrary enforcement of laws and the risk of detention. The advisory also announced that the State Department had ordered the departure of family members of U.S. government employees from Belarus. During a press conference on Wednesday, NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg made the following comments regarding the ongoing Russian force buildup. Over the last days, we have seen a significant movement of Russian military forces into Belarus. This is the biggest Russian deployment there since the Cold War. With an expected 30,000 combat troops, Spetsnaz Special Operation Forces, fighter jets, including Su-35, Iskander dual-capable missiles, and S-400 air defense systems. So we speak about a wide range of modern military capabilities. All this will be combined with Russia's uh, annual nuclear forces exercise expected to take place uh, this month. Yesterday, the U.S. announced that they will deploy additional forces to Germany, Poland and Romania. This is a powerful signal of U.S. commitment and comes on top of other recent U.S. contributions to our shared security. We have already increased the readiness of the NATO response force and we are considering the deployment of additional NATO battle groups to the southeastern part of the alliance. As referenced by the Secretary General, this week the President formally approved the deployment of 3,000 U.S. troops to Poland, Germany, and Romania. Less than 24 hours after getting the orders, the first plane loads of those troops took off aboard C-17s from Pope Army Airfield at Fort Bragg. These forces are not part of the 8,500 troops in the U.S. on heightened alert in case a NATO response force is called up and U.S. forces are needed quickly. The U.S. and NATO already have tens of thousands of other troops in Europe to draw on for any additional deployments to Eastern European allies. Alert USA continues to monitor the situation in Eastern Europe and will immediately notify Alert USA subscribers of any changes in the overall threat picture for American citizens and interests as events warrant. In other news, on Wednesday, the White House announced that U.S. military forces successfully undertook a counterterrorism operation in northwest Syria near its border with Turkey, resulting in the death of Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Karashi, the latest leader of the Islamic State. Karashi set off a blast, killing himself and his family as special forces surrounded his hideout after a gunfight. There were no reported U.S. casualties. Analysts believe Karashi's death would be a blow to the Islamic State, but the group would ultimately regroup and name a new leader. It is also expected that the new leader would then attempt revenge attacks. Next up, in public health news, there's been a lot of hand-waving this week about the number of COVID cases falling like a stone in 49 of the 50 states. The unspoken part of these reports is that this decline was to be expected given multiple court rulings closing a door on various vaccine or test mandates, as well as different states and localities loosening restrictions. According to Johns Hopkins University's Coronavirus Resource Center, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there have been more than 900,000 deaths in the U.S. officially attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. 
That said, listeners are reminded that just weeks ago, CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky admitted that over 75% of COVID deaths occurred in people who, quote, had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with, unquote. Also this week, the U.S. Army said Wednesday it will begin immediately discharging soldiers who have refused to get the mandatory COVID-19 vaccine, putting more than 3,300 service members at risk of being thrown out. The Army's announcement makes it the final military service to lay out its discharge policy for vaccine refusers. The Marine Corps, Air Force, and Navy have already discharged active duty troops or entry-level personnel at boot camps for refusing the shots. Next up, according to the CDC's COVID data tracker website, in the U.S. alone, more than 541 million doses of the various COVID-19 vaccines have been administered. As a regular follow-on, according to the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, or VAERS, as of January 28th, more than 1 million adverse events have been reported following COVID-19 vaccinations. More than 70% of these reports are from the U.S. and associated territories. For accuracy, it is important to remember that reporting on the VAERS system does not automatically indicate proof that the vaccine was responsible for the adverse events. However, given the sheer number of adverse reactions being reported around the world, listeners are strongly encouraged to do some investigation before making such an important personal health decision. You can find links to these and other reports and to the VAERS database, along with an updated list of key adverse events being reported in this week's issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. In travel security news, if you are planning travel abroad this new year, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations for your destination, as well as for the latest evolving international travel regulations. If you have upcoming travel to Europe, AlertUSA also encourages you to keep in mind the increasing tensions between NATO and Russia over Ukraine. Europe is not that large. In fact, you can fit the combined land area of Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia into an area the size of Texas with room left over. If war breaks out, spillover into neighboring NATO nations is a possibility. Dropping a little extra cash for a comprehensive travel insurance policy from companies such as Global Rescue or Ripcord is well worth consideration if you are heading to the eastern half of the Union. At a minimum, AlertUSA also recommends international travelers taking a few minutes to register your trip with the State Department's Smart Traveler Enrollment Program so you can receive important information from the embassy about safety conditions in your destination country, as well as to help the U.S. Embassy contact you in an emergency. Once again, you can find more on each of the stories in this report in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. Take a moment and visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, February 5th, 2022.